This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. You know what works really good underneath this intro? Right up to where he says money? What's that? The Gordon Gecko speech from Wall Street. Oh. Yeah. Talks about greed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I used to mesh yeah. the, that was my mashup back in the day. All right. Putting those two together here. Anyway, on this Sunday morning, uh, thank you for letting us be a part of your weekend morning, Saturday, yes. Sunday, and your holiday weekend That's morning. That's right, because he just did that word holiday. We will be with you tomorrow morning in for, um, well, a whole lot of folks. Yeah. <laughs> like two shows yep. to cover. We more of it and all of that. So anyway, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And good morning to you folks in Stockbridge. Wonderful Stockbridge. Yeah, man. Yeah, you, you you loving Henry County this morning, huh? Well, no, the other one was up in in, in Forsyth and Dawson. But you, 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 you had McDonough. Right, I had so, McDonough. Yeah, that's, that's, I had Silver City starting okay, things off. Yeah, but you, you had the, the two. I'm Henry in Stockbridge County. now. Wait till in I see Henry, what it's up next. In the Henry County, folks, style. right, right, right there together. How them folks in Henry County doing? Everybody doing good down there, man. Yeah, okay. Right, all all down in there, in Stockbridge Tigers. Oh, good morning, y'all. How y'all doing? Okay, now? I hear the click here. How you doing there? Is our producer oh, okay? there really hang on a second oh, oh, oh this is a caller you had me okay work work let us know what's going on here we got a we, we have a situation going on here Real. situation i don't know yeah for our for our thing here this is just a caller right man yeah i thought we had a guest coming in here that i had missed uh, anyway, want to welcome to our conversation about the NILs. Do I need to break that down again? Because we yeah. have we have somebody who has joined us, Sam. 404. See, this is what happens. We don't take as many calls. We don't do that. We only we, do we that. Don't but, do but, but this is good. This is good. Good morning, Todd. Yeah. Welcome to morning, Sam. Good morning, Todd. Good morning. How are you doing? How you doing? thought it was somebody else who was calling him, but we're glad to have you, buddy. Now, if, if you're calling about what we were talking about earlier. Yes, okay. absolutely. Let me reset the table. I, I don't think I've ever been called a situation before, so that's a first for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been called a lot of things, believe me, but a situation has never been one you're a, of them. You're a wonderful situation, Todd. <laughs> Let me just, for those who are just joining us here, new in the 8 o'clock hour, we started talking NILs last hour, and it sort of morphed into a much bigger thing, but it was about high school, not the, what's going on on the college level, but I was curious as to some of the hurdles that have now reared its ugly head that we've been talking about NILs for over a year and what parents of high school athletes have experienced. I wanted to know what what I should know. What are the people behind us 
going to experience as far as NILs on the high school level. So we started talking about that. We had a few people, and now that's what Todd is responding to, and I can't thank you enough for reaching out to us, buddy. Yeah, no problem. You know, NIL, I think NIL is one of the reasons there's a lot of coaches that are moving on in the profession. And, uh, you know, opportunity for me to jump to the professional level um, and and coming there to Atlanta, we'll talk about that later. But when you look back – and now you're talking about basic free agency um, at the college level. Advisors, agents are getting involved, and it's going to, you know, we're going to see a deal where it's every year, um, you know, your top players are free agents. It was not uncommon at all. Even in my sport, middle of the season, I have an All American candidate for School X to reach out to my player and offer $50,000 just in NIL. And that's in women's volleyball. You can imagine what it's like. You know, you're talking about the level of the dogs. And it's, I know coaches have on their board the going rate for each position written down on their blackboard. And that's the NIL they have to come up with if they want to bring somebody in that's special that can help the team. So it's really going. Now, with that being said, on the flip side, I yeah. think athletes should give, hey, we've been using their name, image, and likeness, likeness for years on tickets and on posters, and they should get something. But this is a cat that's let out of the box that the NCAA really did a poor job of containing. Yeah. And finally, the states decided, okay, we're going to do it ourselves. I live in Florida. That's one of the states that was one of the first to do it. And um, it's truly getting out of control because how do you know that some freshmen, which a quarter of them work out, is worth $200,000? So it's uh, it's certainly a thing to be dealt with. You know, we're talking a lot about expansion and who's going where, but I I think the demon within the NCAA right now is going to be NIL and how it's done and how it's dripping down to the high school level, and high school players are being paid, you know, hundreds of thousands in some cases. So it's um, it's one of those things that's pretty scary. But to I be think, honest with you. But I think a lot of it that you what you're talking about is maybe there there is the exception, especially when we talk at the high school level. But you mentioned volleyball, and um, we do have a, a a team that was announced recently, and that causes a great deal of excitement in our town. Um, talk about coming in and being a part of that because I think it's going to be mine. Yeah. Boom. The mine. Yep. Yes. The vibe. But you know, I'll tell you, Atlanta is one of the greatest professional sports cities in the country. And I think when you talk about a community that gets behind its professional sports, everybody in the country knows that Atlanta is one of those types of cities. And so for the league to be able to open a franchise that first year in Atlanta, um, and it's a city that I love dearly. So to be able to go up there and, and along with Colleen Craig, who's the owner of the team, but to go and work with Colleen and build a women's professional league from scratch, um, that's a tremendous career opportunity and something I'm really looking forward to. How do you feel? And Todd, listen, first of all, there was a little bit of a disconnect here in the beginning, but we couldn't be happier here, happier to have you here talking about the Atlanta vibe their presence in the city and just having another professional team here in the city, uh, but on a regular yeah. basis. And well, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll call, we can talk sports all day. I don't care. Doesn't matter the sport, huh? Pick, pick, 
it's a sport. Let's sit and have a conversation about it. Well, I can't wait to get up that I'll come hang out with y'all and we'll we'll talk about sports. But have, so have you ever ahead, been Ash. the have you have you ever been the first of anything before as far as your coaching career? Um I coached at UCF for 15 years. Now, I wasn't the first coach at UCF, um, but in the, in the modern day, the Division I era, um, I took over a program that had uh, won two conference wins in two years. And I came from the University of Southern California, who only knew Final Fours. And a lot of people thought I was crazy, but I love the idea of being in Orlando. I love the idea of raising my kids in Orlando. I thought that UCF was an up and coming school. And so that, again, that was a different kind of challenge and a different opportunity. So I guess where we were first is, you know, to go from um, a year where you were undis- un- un- you didn't get a win in conference to going on to then winning the conference championship. And we ended up winning six out of the last 10 um, before I moved on. So I guess that was a first in some ways. Um, but this, this is the greatest first for me. We've been starving for years for a real women's professional volleyball league. And what I mean by real is most professional leagues are sponsored by one person who's putting in all the money, and then they divvy it up amongst the franchises and the, those franchises play. This is different. Right now, seven teams in the first year, all seven teams have their own individual owner. Um, you've got, uh, you've got names like, um, Joe Burrow. Um, you've got names like Jason Derulo. You've got names like Kerry Walsh Jennings, the beach volleyball player. Um, you've got locally, we've got Edwin Moses and Sinjin Smith who are helping to back the team. There's some major star power behind this because this is the right business model for the first time in history. And we have never had the momentum that we're having right now. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see what happened in Nebraska this last week with 90 oh, yeah, we people. We were waiting oh, for that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> right. So w- what's going on right now is volleyball is going through this incredible renaissance with USA winning a gold medal in the last Olympics, college volleyball getting its all-time viewership so much that ESPN, we used to be an ESPN2 for the finals, and we thought that was great. Then we got moved to ESPN. This year, it's going to be an ABC. The college volleyball final is going to be an ABC because of the ratings it draws. And now you have Memorial Stadium getting packed with 92,000 people as if it was the Winter Classic. You yeah. know, and it's just hitting, it's hitting its stride. It's, it's, it's such a watchable sport because of the speed of the ball the athleticism of women who can be up to 6'5", 6'6", 6'7", 6'8", moving, diving, digging. Um, And it's it's just hitting that sweet spot right now of notoriety. It's hitting that sweet spot of, uh, of being out there and people able to consume the product. And there are now more young women playing volleyball than any other sport. It surpassed basketball quite some time ago. So uh, it's, it's a chance right now. And you match that up with this league is not just Johnny come lately. This league has been a 12-year plan that finally is coming to fruition the last 18 months of the plan. Well, Todd, that's what I actually wanted to ask you about, how long this has been in the works here. But let's let everybody know once again what's going on here. Gwinnett's new pro volleyball team named Atlanta Vibe. I was talking about this yesterday with my partner. I haven't been up to the Gas South Arena 
um, before. I've been up there. I just haven't been there for an event. Yeah. Now I got a reason to go up there. You have a reason to go. And and again, yeah, it's beautiful. It's you know basically what it is is you you take. You take the top level off of any you know major NBA basketball arena. Take that whole top level off yep. and just kind of make it a little. And that's exactly what it is. It's a great. I went up there uh, for a hockey game. Oh, I, I just said it. I'm a, it sounds a little Canadian. I'm, I'm from the <laughs> Peninsula of Michigan, okay. so there's only one way to say hockey, and that's hockey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I no, I went up there for a game, and what a great atmosphere! And the seats mm-hmm. are right there. Floor and the acoustics are amazing. The lights, the ribbon board. If you haven't been to Gas South Arena for any kind of an event, gotta go. And then in January, when you go, it's gotta be to an Atlanta vibe match. We'll do that. We'll do that. Todd, I gotta ask you something because I've seen you before. And I saw, Uh-oh. I got to go, oh, yeah, I've seen him downtown. Well, he, he don't owe you money, does yeah, he? Yeah, no, he don't owe me money, okay. but I've seen him downtown. Said it like that, <laughs> because there's this event that comes every spring to Atlanta. Well, it's spring, well, late winter, early spring where they have, like, dozens of volleyball courts inside the um, uh, uh, World Congress Center. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, the big, the big South. Talk about the fact that that event takes place here in Atlanta and, and, and the kind of talent that comes through here. That's another thing that kind of makes this a natural fit for our town. It does. It, like I said, Atlanta is not only is it a professional sports capital, it is also a sports capital when you're talking about juniors and club and high school and, you know, the things that rally volleyball club does that is Colleen Craig's one of Colleen Craig's businesses and they host tournaments, but you're talking about the, the national qualifier, which is the largest national qualifier in Atlanta every year. What's a national qualifier? Well, you have to go to the national qualifier to qualify to play for the national championship. Right. And you go in there and you see over 200 courts set up in the Georgia World Congress Center. There's 200 matches going on at the same time. It has to bring in, and if, if you think about it, it has to bring in a, a literally minimum of 400,000 people into Atlanta. And I think that's just a testament to the growth of the women's sport. When I started coaching, it wasn't like that. It was, you know, you'd use one hall and that's it. And now they're using three halls over there. Yeah. And there's 10 of those spread across the country every year, but the biggest one is in Atlanta. It's, uh, it's easy for a lot of the Midwestern teams, a lot of the Texas teams, all of the East Coast teams to get to. And then you have the occasional California, Washington team fly in to participate to get the great competition. So it's just a testament to how much – Girls volleyball has grown. There's over 400,000 girls playing every year. Sammy Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com, talking about uh, Gwinnett's new pro volleyball team, Atlanta Vibe. And listen, Todd, we've been dancing around something here, and I will just fall on the sword and say it because nobody wanted to be the one who misspoke here. So we would like the correct, correct pronunciation of your last name because I'm telling you, we have well, danced you around. What, I, I could tell you, I could tell you a lot of them. Yeah, I've heard, but no, they're all no. dirty. So oh, we, we're going to save that for uh, yeah, another person sometime. Uh, no, it's Dagenet, very French. Dagenet, okay. Michigan, just off of Quebec. And, wait, wait, where are you uh, from in Michigan? UP. Oh, he's, I'm from the UP. Oh, geez, yeah. I got another person from Michigan. My wife's from Michigan. <laughs> yeah, 18 people from Michigan. Everybody from Michigan is in my life. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> and I'm here. Well, I'm all a these... Packer fan, so I'll forgive you for that. That's right. You know, you know all these people with these Canadian accents, I'll boat and all of that <laughs> stuff, man. That's, that's right. Was it was it a hard decision for you? Because 
listen, first of all, I don't think Atlanta was not uh, a heavy consideration when it came to placing a team in the city. But for you, Todd, leaving where you were to take this position as the first coach, was it a tough decision for you? And if not, why? I'll tell you, a lot of people think it was tougher than what it was. What it was tough was leaving behind a 15-year program that uh, we had built into something pretty special. Top 20 team every year, NCAA five, six years in a row, um, six conference championships in the American. And that was a lot of work. That was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to get to that point. Um, So that part of it was hard to leave behind. However, I'm very much a challenge-driven person. And a new league, an opportunity to keep women in the United States instead of having them go over to Spain, Portugal, Greece, Finland, you know, over there to get their experience playing volleyball. Now our Olympians have a reason to stay home. And that's really why the league was created more than anything else. It was a chance to have our college graduates and Goodness knows Georgia Tech and Georgia have had their share of very high-level women's volleyball players. But it's a chance for those players to stay in the United States, make a very livable wage. They're making good money. They're playing a, what would be a half-calendar season. Some leagues play nine months. This league will be about five and a half months starting in January. Um, so the, you know, they're playing that five-month season, making a livable wage, being able to stay in the United States, and really making an impact to continue to grow the sport in the United States. Fantastic, fantastic. Folks, we've been spending time this morning with Todd Dagenet. Um, Did you get that right? Did yeah. you say it right? Uh, we'll, we'll call that good. I've been called worse. No, that's, <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> uh, Coach of Atlanta Vibe, our, our new professional volleyball team. And he is social. There you go. You can find him on the Twitter or yeah, the X, whatever bad. you call it this month, at, at Todd, A-T-L-P-V-F, at Todd, A-T-L-P-V-F. No, this has been great. Listen, the the entry point was a little rough, but we, you know, the dismount has been beautiful hey, here. I can we'll, we can talk, you know, and, we can and, talk. And, and I'll tell you, the one thing that y'all are going to be most impressed with What's that? when you get in there and you see these athletic women, and we have all Americans, we have Olympians, we have national team players. This is not backyard volleyball. This is going to be big time international level volleyball, and I think the people are going to be most impressed with. The athleticism, the speed and the power, it's, and it's violent. It's a violent speed and power that they have. Uh, I'll put this into perspective for you real quick. If somebody is throwing a 70-mile-an-hour fastball, if these women are hitting the ball 60 miles an hour at a distance of 12 feet, it's like a 160-mile-an-hour fastball you're Whoa. trying to dig. Yikes. So people get hurt. If, if you're not defending yourself or a block's not in the right, you are, people are getting hurt. So it is a high-speed, intense if, – if you've never been to a volleyball match before, just think of, of hockey in double speed. Um, think of MMA. Think of something like that. That's how fast it is. All right, and uh, it'll be a great opportunity for a first-time volleyball player to get out and see something really exciting with players they've watched on TV before. No, and this is this is this is going to be great. We're looking forward to it. And but more importantly, we got to get you back here. Yeah, we do. We got to get you back Absolutely. here a few more times here with your energy and all this stuff. But next time you come, you can't bring math. 
All right, you're just going to have to just come and talk to us. All these equations at the end here, they just threw me and my eyes went cross. But we are up against it, sir. But looking forward to it. You folks up in Gwinnett, near the Gas South Arena, you have got a new professional team coming. These ladies are going to be here in town, Atlanta Vibe. And if I were your publicist right now, I would work out a date in September where a few of those uh, team members can get out there and throw out the first pitch at a Braves game. That's what you need to do. to do. Introduce that. yourself. To the, uh, Love to do to that. Love to get out to everything yeah. we can do. We're doing a bunch of clinics now. Okay. And we are in market, so look for us. Uh, look on the website. And, uh, hey, Atlanta Vibe is in town, and we're there to stay, and we're there to make waves and make a big difference. There so, you go. Todd, we appreciate you uh, calling up and joining us this morning. We're going to get you back on here as soon as possible. That's the first head coach. When was the last time we talked to a guy who was coming to town, and he was their first head coach? Yeah. So he's getting things going there. Todd, I want to get my right Dejanair. Dejanay. Dejanay. Yeah, De- well, you were just close. You weren't. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You think we're done with guests? Nah. I we got a guy here who we know how to pronounce his name. Yeah. Dustin Long. Mm. He's joining us next. There's NASCAR going on around this country, and we're going to talk about it coming up. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sam and Greg on a Sunday morning. A very interesting and fun. It has been that. It has been interesting. It has it's been, been different. Fun. It's been different. Been different. Well, we want every show to be different. Yeah. We don't want to be the same. Well, this this one's been very different. And I like that. There's nothing more boring than perfection. I've said that before. <laughs> we want a little hiccup in there. This roller coaster ride is always the best. Anyway, we are going from one guest to another. Actually, a friend of the show, and I'm not sure that we ain't far away from having this guy pick out his own walk-on music. Yeah. What yeah. you think? Hey, we be getting close. We getting close to it. Yeah. All right. Hey, Dustin, good morning. How's your week been, buddy? Dustin Long, NBC, joining us again. Hey, doing well. Doing well. Looking forward to the uh, start of the NASCAR Cup playoffs tonight uh, at Darlington Raceway with the Southern 500. The 
10, ten week, uh, 10 race stretch begins tonight for 16 drivers looking to get the championship and celebrate with the trophy in early November in Phoenix. Yep, yep. I guess we want to start and begin from last week and what we saw at the end of the race down at Daytona. Frightening, frightening um, a mishap and a crash down there. Um, just thoughts about that. It shows there's still the element of, of, of danger, but I think that's an enduring uh, vision from what we saw in the very last race last week. Yeah, an incredible uh, crash uh, Ryan Priest was involved in where, I mean, it. I guess maybe do you call it almost like a video game crash because it just seems so unreal with how much uh, once the car got airborne and dug into the ground and barrel rolled more than 10 times, uh, he climbed out of the car. Uh, was kept overnight at a, a local hospital for observation, but he's in Darlington. He's racing this weekend. He's got bloodshot eyes and a pair of black eyes, but wow. he has been cleared to race, and he had no concussion-like symptoms. He has no injuries, and he says he's ready to go for 500 grueling miles at, on at Darlington Raceway. So, uh, you know, testament to the safety of the, of, of the cars in NASCAR, and, uh, you know, that he was, you know, he talked about, uh, you know, that, you know, that race was Saturday evening and like, you know, late Saturday night, he was like, Hey, I want to get out of this hospital. I'm fine. Let me go. And they finally convinced him to, to stay. And he's like, okay, I'll stay to make you happy. And then he got checked out like around six o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning. And he said he spent the rest of uh, Sunday once he got home, just holding his newborn daughter and just, uh, celebrating life. Dustin wow. Long, yeah, really. Dustin Long joining us, Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I'm curious, now we're in the playoffs here, is this going to be the schedule moving forward, or is there going to be some ebb and flow to it? The, what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, all these tracks that are part of the playoffs, will there be different ones coming up? Will Atlanta be a part of it? Will they use Daytona at some point? Or will it always be these particular tracks? Ending the season will end in Phoenix every year. I was curious about that because I would think that Daytona would be one of the the tracks that they would include in that. Well, they haven't announced the schedule for next season, and we've kind of heard there's the potential for some uh, some changes with the with what tracks are in the playoffs next year, but nothing's been confirmed at this point. One thing that has been confirmed: Phoenix will again host. Uh, the, the final race of the season next year. So that is for certain. Basically, a NASCAR is really happy with having Daytona International Speedway as the final race of the regular season and in, in having it in late August. And it feels like that's a really good spot for it. And because, you know, quite frankly, you go into the last race and speedway racing at Daytona, it, it, so many people have a chance to win as opposed to other tracks. So it, it really provides that, you know, Everybody's got an opportunity, last chance, win and you're in type of atmosphere and drama that, that the sport likes. As for Atlanta, I think that, you know, with the with the spring date and the summer date, uh, I, I at this point, I don't foresee Atlanta moving into the playoffs, but that doesn't mean it couldn't happen at some point down the road. But I think that as long as they have that speedway type of racing in Atlanta and you've already got Talladega in the playoffs, I don't think they want to put two uh, speedway type of races among the final 10, because I think that creates a little bit of an imbalance. Um, so I think Atlanta's probably going to be about where it is. Maybe, you know, at some point, maybe down the road, a little bit of uh, adjustments here and there, but uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be a playoff track, at least in the near future. It doesn't mean it might not happen though. So, you know, uh, we've seen, uh, we've seen a lot of changes happen in the past and uh, just kind of see what happens with the, with NASCAR schedules moving forward. 
Spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning with Dustin Long from NBC Sports. He is social. Uh, you can always find him on uh, Twitter or X or whatever you're calling it in the last half hour. Uh, at Dustin Long, <laughs> at, at Dustin Long, all lowercase. Uh, Dustin, talk about handicap this track. What do what's what's uh, and, and your experience from watching there and going there many times? What's required to give yourself a chance to win at this place called Darlington? Well, I think one of the things that's unique about this track is just with the Southern 500 is is how long it is. I mean, you know, your typical basketball game is what two maybe if there's a lot of video reviews maybe two and a half hours your nfl games three hours this race can be four hours um and you know you think about that they're going 500 miles they're running close to the wall the whole time and you have to be precise the whole time so you have 500 miles it's it's a track that eats up tires so you're going to pit at every opportunity that, that you can Last year's race had 11 different uh, had the winner pit 11 different times. So, as a driver, you've got to be on all the time to uh, you know really avoid damaging your car by hitting the wall. So you and so that, so it's easy to make a mistake. It's easy for your pit crew to make a mistake because they've got 11, 12 different opportunities to pit. You know something can happen any of those times. Uh, you know the strategy can change. It's easy to make a, a decision that goes ends up going you know haywire or backfires. So uh, this is a race where it is a lot about mistakes, and and that will bite some of these playoff drivers. Uh, the last two years, uh, 12 playoff drivers have finished like 20th or worse at Darlington. So this is almost, in, in a way, it's kind of a wild card race. You know, we've we've had some races here lately. Uh, you know, what was it Watkins Glen and Indianapolis Road Course that were like you know around two hours or just over two hours. This one's going to be longer, and it's going to demand more of the drivers. It's going to demand more of the pit crews. It's going to demand more of the the uh, the crew chief. So, when you have all that happen, it's 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 easy to make a mistake. And if the mistake happens at the wrong time, it's going to cost you. And it's also you know it's you know we saw this in in the May race in, in Darlington. Uh, you know Ross Chastain and and Kyle Larson were racing for the lead late in the race. And they and they had contact and and wrecked and suddenly those guys who looked like they were headed for the victory now were at the back of the pack and or finishing you know deep in the field because of damage to the car and it opened things up for William Byron to win that race in May so uh, it's it's had a lot of dramatic finishes in recent years uh, it was a couple of years back was a Joey Logano punted uh, William Byron out of the lead with a couple laps to go. And then, um, you know, you think back to about 20 years ago, that spectacular finish between Kurt Busch and Ricky Craven driving across the line, beating and banging side by side, separated by inches. So uh, it is something to watch from the beginning into the middle and all the way to the end because you never know what's going to happen at Darlington. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Joined by Dustin Long of NBC. Here's my question. What's your story of this regular season, now that we're heading into the playoffs, what was that thing that you didn't see coming heading into this year? Well, I'll tell you, I think one thing I don't think a lot of us saw is just what's happened in the last five weeks, and that is Chris Busher of RFK Racing has won three of the last five races, and that's yeah. the that's the team that Brad Keselowski moved over to a couple of years ago, became owner-driver of that organization, and, you know, last week, Chris Buescher won, and Brad Keselowski pushed him to the win and finished second, a 1-2 finish, which was, I'm going to say, the first time that organization had a 1-2 finish since, like, 2014. So 
that organization has picked up. Another thing I, I guess I'd say we wouldn't have seen, is I don't think anybody saw Chase Elliott not making the driver's championship and obviously missing six races with the the injury from early in the season being suspended a race and just the, the struggles that they had. I think even when he came back, everybody expected him to win a race. Uh, now, again, I say driver's championship. He's not in that. He's not going for the, the, the championship there, but there's an owner's championship. And, you know, maybe that doesn't as matter as much to the public, but that's the one that's the most important in the garage because the money that is paid out to the teams is based on where you finish in the owner standings. Uh, the driver standings, in, in essence, is all about fame. That's what, you know, the pop, you know, that's all about focusing on the driver, but it's the owners. You know, what does it follow the money? The owner's championship is where that money is, and Chase Elliott is a part of that, and we'll try to win that for the number nine car in Hendrick Motorsports. So Chase Elliott has something to race for uh, this weekend and for the next 10 weeks potentially. But I, I think we all expected, you know, certainly expected Chase to have a chance to win a second driver's uh, cup title um before i let you go i'm looking at something you got right here on, on your social media you're talking about kyle bush and coming over uh to richard childress that's something big for the owner and for the driver you watching this team starting tonight yeah i, I you know i think you know obviously the the big news last year was kyle bush was was leaving joe gibbs racing after being there for 15 years and moving over to Richard Childress Racing, you know, I guess I'd compare it in a sense to uh, in, in Atlanta situation. Again, I'm I'm an Indianapolis Colts fan, so like you know, Matt Ryan leaving the Falcons after all his years and all the things that he did with Atlanta and going to Indianapolis. Now he thought Indianapolis was going to be a good situation. It wasn't. It's been a good situation for Kyle Busch and moving over to Richard Childress Racing. But you know, this is why Kyle Busch was brought to Richard Childress Racing. Is our, you know, in essence, these ten weeks is to go win championships. Kyle Busch is a two-time champion. Richard Childress Racing, you know, won six championships with Dale Earnhardt Sr. But that was back in the day. Richard Childress Racing hasn't won a championship, a Cup championship, since 1994. So, is this the combination? And is this the year? Kyle Busch has won three races this year. The, the team has been inconsistent. They had a stretch of like seven straight top ten runs uh, earlier this summer then followed up with a, a run of about five or six races where they just couldn't get out of their way. Uh, so what are things like in the playoffs now? It's Kyle Busch. You know, he's – you look, when you go to a race and when they introduce him, you know, he's one that the fans are making – you know, among the drivers that the fans are making about the most noise for – uh, in introductions, and there's a lot more cheers for him than there were boo than there are boos at a lot of times than what it used to be in the past. And can you know, can Kyle Busch be the next driver to win a championship after Dale Earnhardt at Richard Childress Racing? I think that is going to be an interesting storyline to see uh, over these next ten weeks. He's the only Dustin we talk to, I and we it. love it, man. I know it. Love talking to this dude, <laughs> and we're going to reach out to you next week again, as always. Now that this playoffs going on, so we thank you for being a part of the show, getting up well next. He likes to go on the website. Hey, thanks, Bob. I really appreciate it. Just for your listeners, uh, countdown to green tonight at 5.30 p.m. on USA Network, race coverage at 6 p.m. on USA, and post-race coverage on USA and Peacock. You're the best, Dustin. We appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful day. Dustin Long, NBC, joining Sam and Greg here. There's actually something I'll get cast with Greg. There is actually an opportunity for you guys to make some money in the business. I told you, there are events going on, a lot of reality stuff, but in this case, a game show, and they are reaching out to the city of Atlanta. A 
talk about that next. And we got some unfinished business we got to get to. It's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. This is why I should not sing, or at least attempt to. Uh, on this Sunday morning, 20. See, Motown songs will do that to you. It's not a Motown song. I know, song. I'm saying they Motown do. songs will do it's that to you. Though. I understand that. I'm saying. Gambling Huff. I know, I know that. Oh. I'm saying Motown songs will make you do that. I just drew the, the one I could have said. No, no, this is Philadelphia or Detroit. I understand that. I understand that. I'm just saying popular popular labels. That's what I was going for. And they're artists. You're always trying to school somebody over here. No, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. that's you, I wasn't saying this was a Motown song. You're just saying Motown songs make you feel like you can sing. You just, the way I said it, it sounded like I thought it was good. <laughs> Wilson, Wilson Pickett. <laughs> you always get him wrong. <laughs> See, I don't know. Sammy <laughs> Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. Oh. <laughs> On this Sunday morning. I just cracked you up, don't I? Yeah. It's been one of them mornings. It, it has been. It has been an interesting morning. Different. Different. You know why? Why? Because I left a loved one at the house this morning. Oh, my goodness. I had to, I had to, I had to leave. Sam, my heart's a little heavy. <laughs> my, my heart, I had to leave the house, and, and it was dark out. Yep. And, and uh, you know, she was by herself. Yeah, and she's been by herself. <laughs> and and I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not right. I'm going to be honest with you. And I won't feel good till I get home and, and check on my Jesse. <laughs> Walking out of Fordable. She's looking up at me like, can I come? Yeah, you, you're not taking me with no, you? No, man. It was, it was tough. She, because leaving. she loves to ride now. She, she, she's, she's a very good rider. I made the mistake of using the phrase bye-bye. 
And when she hears that, she knows she's getting a car ride. Yeah. And I didn't use it in the right kind. Much like that Motown comment I just made. <laughs> right? So she's schooling me, too. You, you made that a habit this morning. I did. It's been one of those things where I've just left important parts of a sentence out. And so I had to leave and come up in here. And Jessie was just, she took her outside. She did what she had to do outside, which yeah. was always wonderful. And, and then she says, I'm ready. And, and I, I'm got, ready. I got her treat can we're together. We're, we're, I'm ready. I, I got I to go buy some, some Jessie cheese, too. We put some we put some of that cheese whiz on the top of it just a little bit to get her started, yeah. and then she has a treat can, which is oh, like her breakfast. Oh, you know, oh, oh. The, treat, the, the, the cheese can is getting kind of okay. Loaded. Okay, this all is right. not why you guys called. No, it's not. Not at all. Let me let you know about <laughs> what is waiting for you if you would like to get some money and do something with the industry. Yes, there is a strike going on. Yes, for everybody in the union and. Those even SAG eligible, which is me, a lot of folks aren't taking jobs, aren't even the commercials that are being shot right now. So there's a number of things that are, um, believe it or not, available out there. And you just got to want it, though. There's music videos being shot. There's commercials being shot. There's reality shows that are need, needing people. Their audiences needed for some shows that are still going on. And the casting directors, which, by the way, you will find that list on Get cast with Greg when you go to the um, the breakdown that I have. I have the list of the casting directors, and all you have to do is just go to their so- social media pages and see what they're casting. And if they're shooting a commercial up in Canton and you want to submit yourself, boom, you got some money. There you go. If uh, And by the way, some of these commercials are paying more than what a TV show would pay. Really? Because there's only a few people needed. Okay. So they have a bigger budget. Okay. So whether it's a commercial, whether it's a reality show, and some of these shows, you could actually become a principal just being what they need because you're not necessarily being cast as some, you know, you're not auditioning. Right. You look like everybody we're looking for that walks around Target or Walmart or hanging out at the gas station. And so they may give you a couple lines. Like you were going to be in a commercial where you were going to be saying something that I hooked you up with. Right. Right? right, but you're not you aren't in the union. You don't have an agent. It was just one of those situations where, and you got paid a little bit more too. Yeah. So that is available out there. But here's the one that I just put out there today. <laughs> it's on Get Cast with Greg, uh, up there on X. Go big or go home. That's the title of it. Game That's, show yeah. casting call. Georgia residents only. Submit the following: your name, phone number, current photo. They want you to record a short little video, two minutes or less, about you. Why you want to win the money, which is really kind of silly. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. They actually say that. Why do you want to win? Well, what would you do with the prize money? They don't tell you how much the prize money is. Is you just going to win some money? But again, this is uh, our friends at uh, Peachtree TV. You know a little bit about them. Oh, yeah, now. Peachtree TV, Atlanta Zone. So you're going to send your email with your video attached to the email address that they have on this flyer. But the flyer is up, and this is an opportunity for you. So. Just wanted to put that out there. You will see it there. I, I'm, I'm getting them off and on, and, and there's some that happened during the week, and by the time we come on, Sam, they're obsolete. So I just got this one this past week. As a matter of fact, shout out to January Curry from Destination Casting. She's the one who sent me this. She said, Greg, we are not doing this, but put it out there because we're helping the folks at Peachtree TV. Okay. That's a fantastic thing. No, I don't know. Nobody at Peachtree TV. Do I? Hmm? Uh, you probably do. Okay. You just don't know you do. I did. That's probably right. You probably, you probably. I'm sure you know some people that you just don't know that you do. They're well, there. But, but, but you know what? We left here last week, 
we mentioned it was what Cinema Day, National Cinema Day. Yes, it was. And the movies were four bucks. Uh oh. And I, I did you? Yes. Okay. And the popcorn was great. That was the whole. Th- that was a selling point for you for the first time. The movie's gonna be cheaper than the popcorn. You know what I mean? Would to see Grant? <laughs> would see Gran Turismo? Enjoyed it. Um, really? How was yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, it was a racing movie. Right. You know, it's race, and we haven't seen we we we've been wait we've been waiting and wanting for a racing movie with NASCAR, which we haven't had. You know, in a while, a good while. We we we, we overdue. Days for, of Thunder. Yeah, well, Days crew. of Thunder. Well. Talladega Nights, if you want to count. Yeah. You know, like, like I said, we're overdue for a, a NASCAR movie. Okay. It's been a long time since we had that. So, um, but there was a great sequence, great, great story, and great uh, sequences film. They put cameras in places, man, on some cars. It was just fantastic. And so I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. Well, that's yeah. a, and, and you got your big popcorn? Big popcorn, man. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Big, the big, the big popcorn. It was great. So I want to ask you if you've noticed a bit of a trend. That is going on. Trend. Yeah. Trend. They showed a game. They showed um, uh, one of the um, Miami matches with Messi. Mm-hmm. They had a replay of it the other day. But did you see who was there? If you saw the replay, you saw that they had a person in the area. I don't say the sidelines, but it looked like that's where it was. Of somebody taking pictures for a publication. You didn't see this, so you have no idea who I'm talking about. But no. It was Ken Griffey Jr., Taking pictures, acting as a photographer, really for what seemed to be, you know, if you want to believe the person who was doing the highlight, some publication. My reason for saying that is, this is something that I've seen before. There's another Hall of Famer out there doing it. Randy Johnson, yeah, is taking pictures on the sideline. He is a photographer. I don't know who he's working for. Maybe it's freelance. But Randy Johnson, and if you just Google him and see, this dude is on a oh, bunch he's on of sidelines, sideline. he, and he's got he's got gear. He's got he's got some you know he's got he's a pro. That's a perfect job for him doing yeah. it by doing something by himself. Yep, where he doesn't have to interact with anybody. And the thing of it is, I mean, he's tall enough where you know he's gonna, <laughs> yeah, he, he's gonna get the shot right. Big tall guy, you know, he doesn't have to say, "Excuse me, can you move over a little bit?" No, Jack, he just gonna go right over you and get that shot. So Ken Griffey Jr., Randy Johnson, a couple Hall of Famers out there. They're now probably that their careers more. Are over, They're probably I more. would imagine. Yes. But it got me thinking about the first time I heard this phenomenon of somebody who is so well-known at something else, and maybe it's because they wanted to get into the building and they, could, and they otherwise could, because I could see Griffey doing that. Now, yeah. I would think Ken Griffey Jr. could get into any sporting event he wanted to. But let me tell you something. But the you access, I, but the access exactly. there. Exactly. I think, I think, I think they both probably enjoy the access. Um, they can be in proximity to folks, and you know, still kind of be in the game in a di- in a different kind of way. Especially for matches with Messi in it. Now that's a hard ticket. Yeah. You got to be LeBron or at least a Kardashian to get to get down there on the sidelines, right? That's coming to town soon. Yes, it is. We'll we'll get to that in a second. But you know, the first time I saw this, and that's you remember it too. Y'all can go back and look. But you know who took pictures <clears throat> for Life magazine for the first Ali Frazier fight? Because word was he wanted to be in the building but couldn't, which is kind of hard to believe for me, but it is a very famous story. You can see him there with the camera. Working for Life magazine was Frank Sinatra. Really? Yes. Go back and look at the picture. Go back, well, the pictures, but also the story. Did he do a lot of photography? There's a picture of him holding <laughs> a camera. Did he know what he was doing? Ah, who knows? I don't know. It's Frank Sinatra. <laughs> But Sinatra was at that fight. It was in 1970, right, yeah. the first one? Madison Square Garden. And Don King is in jail. Yeah. 
That's one of the greatest stories and ever. And Little would come back to practically just rule the sport. Was it, He was there for out for two and three. Yep. He promoted him, but he was in jail for for the first one. Yep. How you get out of jail and two become and three and then and Foreman and, and, and what you call it and, too, and, uh, Frazier. Yep, yep, and and then uh, Zaire, the thriller, you know, for the uh, Rumble in the Jungle. You believe that story about him walking in, and cornering George Foreman in the bathroom and throwing fifty grand in cash at him, saying, "And there's more coming." But this is to show you how serious I am, and that's how he got Foreman. I can believe that. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting because I heard this story about Griffey and went, hang on, I said, man, folks been doing this forever to get into the building. So my question is to you, were there a sporting event going on? Whether it's team or individual, what is that event that you would offer yourself up as a photographer just to be in the building? Is it a Super Bowl? Is it is it the finals of Wimbledon? And maybe it's Alcaraz and, and, and Djokovic, something like that. That'd be great. Yeah, I'd take that one. Okay. Big time. We got you settled then. <laughs> All right. I want to do a game seven at Wrigley. Okay. I just You know how long you have to wait for that? I will not you be here. Long, uh, uh, I will not long, be here for that one. You got the last one, right? <laughs> that's gonna be a that's gonna be a minute. It's Santa Greg moving into the nine o'clock hour. We got more guests. We got more college football conversation coming up. And we got a guy who's going to be wearing two hats talking Braves and NFL. That is all coming up. Sam and Greg on this third day of September. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom And take us with you on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.